Welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Merrimack College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. This episode of the Restless Hearts Podcast includes the proclamation of the gospel and my homily for the eighth Sunday in Ordinary Time on February 27, 2022. You can view that full liturgy of the word for this Sunday under daily readings at usccb.org. My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable. Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? No disciple is superior to the teacher, but when fully trained, every disciple will be like his teacher. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me remove that splinter from your eye, when you do not even notice the wooden beam in your own eye? You hypocrite, remove the wooden beam from your own, from your eye first. Then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. A good tree does not bear rotten fruit, nor does a rotten tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For people do not pick figs from thorn bushes, nor do they gather grapes from brambles. A good person out of the store of goodness in his heart produces good, but an evil person out of the store of evil produces evil. From the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So over the course of the past week, we were witnesses to two very predictable events. There was a snowstorm in New England, and we canceled school on Friday. What's more predictable than a snowstorm at the end of February in Massachusetts? No big deal, a little inconvenience. We knew it was coming. We prepared and we were ready. The other very predictable event wasn't quite so innocent. It was the war of the week. And once again, we watched the human race decide it wanted to be anything but the human race. War always is the human race failing. There's nothing humane about war. When I teach St. Augustine's in the Just War Theory, and some of you have experienced this, I will play the song that comes from the 60s by an artist named Edwin Starr called War. What is it good for? And the answer the song gives is absolutely nothing. It has lyrics like, the only friend of war is the undertaker. 
what comes from war are mother's tears and the shattered dreams of young people. But we witnessed again this week the decision to descend into war again. And the fact that this war is caused by, started by, and fought by our enemy makes it easy, doesn't it, to be outraged by it, to be disgusted by it, to be appalled, to see in it the craziness of it all, the irrationality, and to see that there will be no good result. It also makes it easier this time for this war that we're witnessing to have deep and profound compassion for, for its victims, for those who have to absorb the violence, who will lose their lives. And it's all because it's a war started by our enemy that makes us see that so clearly. As Jesus says in the gospel today of one of his sayings, how easy it is to see so clearly the splinter in our brother's eye and not even notice the beam in our own. Last week we heard from Jesus about the need to love our enemies, to pray for our persecutors. And that is extremely important but we might also this week, in a strange and ironic way, learn from our enemies as we see so clearly the blindness that's bringing about this horror. Perhaps reflect back on whether or not we have been, are, and will be guilty of the same blindness only when it's our war, it'll be justified. It'll have a good cause. It will be righteous, except it still won't do any good. And it will never bring about peace. It will never bring about prosperity. And regardless of our motivations and justifications, it will be just as inhuman and just as dehumanizing as what we are witnessing in Ukraine this week. It's a very strange irony to me that this thing we call war, that really is nothing but the human race failing to be anything but human, to be, to be human at all, is in every culture of the world, in every time in history, War is celebrated as our greatest achievement. The place where our most important heroes are found. The place where people become persons of note for heroism and courage. And yet, it remains the case that in spite of how we celebrate it, the only friend that war has are undertakers. And the only fruits of war are mother's tears 
in the shattered lives and dreams of young people. And it doesn't really matter why we choose to do it in the first place. And so if we have any benefit at all to gain from this week's events, maybe we can see that splinter in our brother's eye so clearly and be appalled and outraged and horrified by it. To see clearly how ridiculous it is to play with guns and bombs and tanks and missiles. And maybe let ourselves see in the actions of our enemy how we might at other times and places be just like him. And see if we cannot learn from the splinter in our brother's eye what beams we have in our own eye that tell us when it's our war, it's worthwhile, it's righteous, and it's good. When the truth is, when we see clearly without beams or splinters in our eye, there is nothing good about war. There is nothing human about war. There is nothing really heroic about war. There's nothing really courageous about war. War is good for absolutely nothing at all. And yet we human beings continue to make the choice to fail, to be the human beings we are called to be. And that's what war does to us. It deprives us of our most precious gift, the humanity that we share with the one who came to be human with us and who came to teach us how to be human. With love and forgiveness and mercy and compassion and never, never war.